y'all hello hi everyone hello to all my viewers and listeners how y'all doing before you start watching this video i need you to go like subscribe hit that bell notification share do mm -hmm. all that now if you, you if you repost repost us please, oh, please tag us some of you guys have been great no issues with that so definitely repost us Ooh, hold on I have a hot thought today, but mm. I don't know if you want to continue with the int introduction before. Go ahead. My hot thought for today, um, honest, open truth. For the people that we are friends with, please don't make shit weird. You asking me how my podcast is doing lets me know you're not watching. Literally. And if you're not watching and you, this is not- Or you're your, not listening. Or you're not listening and- um, podcasting isn't your thing, that is totally okay. But don't be weird about it. Don't feel obligated to bring it up every time I see you. Like, we're, it's okay. Like, if podcasting isn't your thing, it's not your thing. But don't ask me, how's the podcast doing? Because it's fucking weird. If you have constructive criticism or you want to share your thought on a topic that we discuss, by all means, let's have that conversation. But do not ask me how my podcast is going because it's fucking weird. And it makes me cringy. It makes me cringe at the fact that you're openly telling me you're not supporting me, but yet you want to know. You can know about our podcast by watching, liking, subscribing, and commenting. And that's my hot thought for today. I was in my feelings this week, so there's that. That's true. I can It's I can annoying. That. Um, that hasn't happened to me, per se. Not that I know of, but not that I can recall, I mm -hmm. shall say, but... Is, I mean, I get it. Like you said, podcasting isn't for everyone. But mm -hmm. some of those people who may not listen to podcasts because, of, you know, they don't want those. We have the ads, visual version. YouTube. And those are the same people who watch videos all damn day on YouTube. It's a video when you click on it on YouTube. We're just saying, you know. Yeah. We're not trying to turn anyone off or scare anyone away or potentially any new viewers away. We're just saying. I really don't. Who I, know us. Fake support makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. <clears throat> that's fine. End of story. We can't be everyone's cup of tea, and that's right. Fine. So, for instance, like my brother and my sister are huge gamers, like huge to the like my brother-in-law too, and um, they have their own YouTube for that. I watch it. Do I understand it? No, but I want their <laughs> view. I have zero clue as to what the fuck <laughs> is going on. I'm like, okay, she won that game. I don't know. Um, but I help her with viewerships or I help them with their viewerships and, um, you know, and get traction going for them. I support them in that way. Um, I, when I do see them, I ask them like, what the hell was that one about? Like, or like, I, I didn't understand <laughs> what that, what was like, did you win? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but if, if honestly, like if I didn't want to like, watch it i probably wouldn't watch it now just i'm like hey i'll follow you and i'll like every episode but i'm not gonna watch it because i don't understand what's going on right that's fine any some type of support like you know and i get it ig's algorithm and whatnot but um you know even if you don't watch the full episode just watching the first five minutes or so it adds a view i'm just saying um so do yeah. that you know what i mean i'm so. in my petty bag today so Let's just hope this whole episode goes well. Okay. So this week's... Um, Wait, how was your week? Oh. This week... Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm not going to del del divulge, divulge into, into it too much. Um, I'll wait for the right time. Mm. Maybe when we come back for season three. Oh, I'll season have, three is about to be so fire. So yeah, for season three, I'll have I'll relay more information. I won't relay any information now, but wait, are we gonna call fine. it season three since we're gonna go like straight through, like we're not taking any breaks? I want to take breaks. I'm sorry, I changed because I know. We <laughs> oh, have... I'm about to say, can you make that clear? Because you definitely said you want to go straight through. I, I said in the beginning we want to go straight. I said that I would let's try to go straight through, but I realized sometimes we do we do need our breaks and mm -hmm. stuff. 
So it's good that we we ex- we added five more episodes. The mm. first season was ten, so we said, okay, let's add five more episodes. So season maybe three, we can do twenty episodes a season. Yeah, see how it goes. Do 20, 20 episodes, but our minimum at the moment will be fifteen. But we'll mm-hmm. see if we can push it to twenty. But yeah, the break is needed because we have our own stuff going on, and sometimes we it do actually need the rolls break. into our topic for today. Yes, so sometimes we have a lot of stuff going on, so we need to like, okay, we need these next couple of weeks off to mm-hmm. ourselves to regroup recharge and mm-hmm. then we jump back into it again so um yeah so season three i will say um when i go how do i say it if i have a really consistent schedule i get burnt out easily and my creative process isn't as strong as it was at one point mm-hmm. so i noticed in my productivity in the in in the podcast has not been how i would like it but i promised peggy that i would show up regardless so mm-hmm. I want I want to be able to bring the energy that I want for this podcast. So there's that. So I feel like that month I'm gonna really focus on bringing stuff new to the podcast, more exciting shit, be more creative. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone. We're running more. low on topics. That's another thing. So we definitely can't fucking go straight through. Yes. Yeah, so for those of you who have any topics in mind, please email us, message us, write in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Those of you who are on our Instagram, right, DM us something. We're trying to get, if anything, more than anything, we're trying to get more male guests. Um, for those of you, our male friends that know us and know of a great topic or a topic that we discussed before and you want your male input into it, um, your opinion on it from your experiences, that would be great. I would love that. I have a few guys in mind. For mm-hmm. next season, and I know you do too. And there's mm-hmm. some topics we're gonna do a part two mm-hmm. for them. So please be on the lookout, because um, we we want to share the male experiences and how it involves women too. So um, we mm-hmm. want the male perspective as well, because we're all in it. We're all dealing with some shit. So why Facts. not? Facts. Um, how I'm was excited. your week? Um, uh, <clears throat> I I think I said in the last episode that this month has just been extremely busy. All good things. Um, but it's demanding of my time. So Mm. actually first let's get into the fact of this topic, right? That's my weekend. My weekend was busy. Um, so the topic for today is, are you burnt out? Is that the name? Um, feeling burnt out. Feeling burnt out. You want to start off with the definition? Yes, Peggy. All right. So, you know, we like like to do, thank you. We like to do our little research from time to time before we jump into the Mm -hmm. topic. So burnt out exhaustion of physical or emotional strength or motivation, usually as a result of prolonged stress or frustration. Mm -hmm. So me and Jessica have both felt that in our own ways. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it could be to a point where you're like, fuck it, fuck everything, fuck everyone, mm-hmm. your mother, your family, the generation fuck your after whole that. whole family. And the generation after that and mm-hmm. after that. And I'm, gener- we're Virgos. I'm very much in that fuck you Oops, bag. Sorry. Like, that fuck you bag is always on hand because when I feel burnt out, I'm just like, fuck everybody. I will literally ignore calls. I will ignore texts. People that I actually care about, I'll be like, hey, I'm not feeling it today, so I'll call you when I call you. Mm-hmm. Um... And obviously, I, there's a partnership between me and Peggy, so I can't ignore her because she's always when we were talking. Ninety percent of the time, it's about the podcast and like mm-hmm. whatever. So I don't ignore that. Like my obligations, I do not ignore. Mm-hmm. But like when I don't like if if it's just to chop it up, I'm definitely ignoring you. Like we're not having this conversation because I'm burnt out and I emotion can't even comprehend anything you're saying. Um, and so recently, I will go into this, but as of like two days ago, so. Thursday, so something happened at work on Wednesday. Um, there was some racially insensitive things that were said to me. I didn't know how to process this. Did oh, actually, no, I don't deal with racism. I did the opposite of what I wanted to do, and I'm so upset with myself. But so the conversation, um, someone I know, I've known for years that works with me. She had asked about my sister and how her, how the baby was. Like, is she, did she have the baby? So I've known this woman for like ten years. So I tell her about the baby. I'm going on and on about the baby and my family and everything that's going on in my life. And I was like, well, enough about me. What, what's up with you? She's like, oh, you know, I'm just really tired. So let's prefer this by saying she's a woman. You know what? No, I'm not going to do that. 
I've known her for 10 years. So she goes, I'm tired of COVID. I can't wear a mask. Like, it's, I'm sick of the mask. I'm sick of everything. I've been COVID like, fatigue. Some people are feeling it. I get that. Yeah. And I get it. Like, I feel it. Um, and then I was like, she was like, you know, it's a, it's a bunch of bullshit anyways. Like, I don't, I'm not going to mix up her words by saying what she said verbatim because I don't remember verbatim. But I know the context was basically saying, like, she felt like COVID wasn't a real thing. It's just like a mild flu, like a mild cough and cold, like that one of those millions of people. Yeah, it didn't affect her or the people that were on her, so she doesn't feel like it's real. Of course. And I was like, well, there's variables. Like, there's like COVID can like be mild to some people and like detrimental to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, yeah, like my dad was in the hospital for two weeks. He just got home last week. Um, he's still feeling residuals of it, but he's getting better. <clears throat> and she was. Every time I repeat this, my fucking chest, I get so angry. She goes, I know a friend who's a biologist and he's done research on COVID and he doesn't know why, mind you, he's a biologist, he's doing research, he should know why, but he doesn't know why, but COVID hits ethnic groups a lot harder, like Latinos and blacks. This was directly after I told her my dad was in the hospital for two weeks. So one, she thinks I'm Latino. That's You've known me for 10 years, and you don't know I'm, I'm not Latino. There's that. Two. <laughs> Peggy. Yo, those people get away. And she's like, because, you know, like, I'm Irish. And before she, could even explain, before she could even explain to me why she was Irish and why it doesn't affect her, I was like, oh, my God, I'm having a meeting in, like, 20 minutes. I have to get prepared for it, so I'll talk to you later. And at first, this is my first instance, so... My initial reaction was to laugh, like, oh, my God, these people are crazy. Like, I, this place never seems to amaze me. So then as I was talking about it to my coworkers and I was making jokes about it, it started to, like, set in. Like, okay, I'm in this really toxic space. (laughs) Granted, my group, we cool. But the outside group, like the other departments, not so much. I'm not cool with them. Um, Yeah. So the more I kept processing what she said, the more infuriated I became. My boss was like, you need to go to HR and you need to put this on. Like, you need to do something about this. That's- uh, girl, HR would have saw me so fucking fast <laughs> with my crochet in tow. Because, girl, I'm filing a report. I do not care. Girl. Yep. You got to hit But I, I just was, like, so baffled because this is someone that I thought was cool. Not my friend, but cool. Because she's an older woman. She's from a generation that her parents probably were... Anyways, I'm not making any assumptions. So that's what happened. So I mentally could not bring myself to go to work and like fake the fuck as if shit's not bothering me. So I called out Thursday because mentally I was not okay. Like I was not doing, I was not faking it at work. I was not going to do it. Then Thursday came, I had a conversation with my cousin. She she forced me to talk to her because I was ignoring everybody. She's like, answer your fucking phone. And I'm just like, what? What do you want? And so we had a really like, I think it was like a three hour conversation. And she made me feel a little better about it. But then, like, Thursday night came, Friday morning came. I really tried to smother all the energy I had to get ready for work. And I was like, I can't do it. I cannot fucking go in there today. So I called out again. So after talking to several people and now, like, how I feel towards the situation is not as severe as what I felt Wednesday and Thursday. Um, I'm ready to go back to work. But. I was not okay. I was not okay. So that's feeling burnt out too. Cause I'm like, I literally have to go to work and put on a face. Like I have to like smother up like an okay face to go to work. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. And it's no reflection of my team. It's just the environment. Like, ugh, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. Peggy, what are your thoughts on her, her? Do you think her biologist friend? My biggest thing was like your biologist friend who was doing study on COVID doesn't know why, but it hits ethnic groups a lot harder. What is he doing? Like, what's his research? What's his base? Like, what is his studies? Like, there has to be some form of information. Yeah, she there didn't is provide information. It. It's systemic racism. That's why. The fuck? Like, I don't need to break it down. That shit alone pisses me off. I had to breathe because I was like, what? I'm going to go in. That lady, oh, my God. So, that with that instance, when people ask those dumbass questions, like, I don't know why it's affected them so much harder. First of all, <clears throat> this was directly already, after I told her my dad was in the hospital for two this weeks. This is already, we're already put into environments where we're not supposed to thrive anyways. That's where they put us mm-hmm. at, right? And then puts us, 
put us in environments where there's limited resources. So when a pandemic hits, we get hit the hardest. Mm -hmm. We're already, most of us are already dealing with preconditioned issues, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Predisposed, I shall say. Um, A lot of African-Americans are dealing with sickle cell. Mm -hmm. That certain diseases do target us specifically, unfortunately. Um, You know, people are dealing with lupus. People are dealing with other health ailments that if you add something onto that with a weakened immune system, it will be detrimental. Then you have people where when the vaccine first came out, people who don't live, specifically white people, don't live in certain areas in New York. I remember when the vaccine first came out, they were leaving their upstate areas coming down to New York City to get vaccines. You're taking away from those people who are living in those mm. areas that are already having issues. Mm-hmm. You can fucking get the vaccine. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, it'll get to you when it gets to it'll you. It'll get to you. And I'm pretty sure with this whole, when the height of Omarion going up, when we were trying to find at-home tests, I'm pretty sure most of them were going into the towns, into the hoods, per se, to get at-home tests, take-home tests that we don't, we barely have access to we're struggling just to find it and that's the issue like people fail to realize or refuse to Mm -hmm. realize in this day and age this technology that we have in fucking 2022 you tell me you cannot fucking google systemic racism and how it affects us from the ruta to the tutor y'all don't know that y'all don't know that racism isn't solely based off of slavery yes Mm -hmm. we we do realize that and that's one of the greatest sin that this country won't admit to like fucking say you're sorry and Give us the resources that we need. You keep talking about high crime areas. High crime areas, they lack resources. Mm-hmm. They lack jobs. They lack programs that can help these people. If I don't have what I'm supposed to have, eventually I'm going to turn to a life of crime. Mm. White people do the same fucking shit we do, but they give them the different name. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. The, but anyways. The, the that... mental exhaust, <laughs> like the mental and emotional like toll it took on me. I just couldn't. I couldn't fucking do it. Girl, I like, I ooh, here. there's a video clip. I saw. I saved it for a specific reason because I'm like, I know one day we're gonna have a podcast where we have to use this clip. I will send it to you so you can clip it because I swear certain people want the nigga to come out of you so they can say, I knew it. The black girl, the angry black girl is gonna come out, and. And then there's another clip I saw the other day, and it was literally talking about how, how, you know, the standardized English, mm-hmm. how it, the tone that they use when they speak English, how mm-hmm. in other cultures our tone sounds different. Mm. So in certain instances, it might sound like we have an attitude when we really don't. So I, I still get upset when people say, you're so defensive and you sound angry. I am not angry. Maybe you don't. I'm not tell. angry. You're just sensitive. I'm not. I'm just explaining something and literally, like, t- the other day my student was like, miss, we thought you were so mean when you walked into class. But then you're actually chill. I'm like, it's the face. I'm sorry. I've yeah. always had this face. I don't I think I've had this experience with you, but a lot of my friends, especially my friends from high school, all told me that they thought I was a bitch before yeah. they became my friends. Even some of my work friends, they was like, oh, we thought you was a bitch. I was like, why? Because I didn't smile. I wasn't like a creep. Just like, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> The fuck? You talk to me, I talk to you. Yeah, we, I say good morning. Yeah. And that's the thing. I still get coworkers that claim, like, every job that I've ever had, with the exception of, you know, so crazy, the black people that I work with never complained about my stance of how I feel. They say, good morning, what's up? How's, how's it going? You know, it's going. We're here. The typical line black people like to use, I'm here. But white people get offended. Like, <laughs> oh, they want you to start telling they, your life story. Does anybody ever tell you, like, um... Living the dream. Are you living... Something about, like, oh, how's it going? Like, living the dream? Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I picked that word up because obviously saying like mm-hmm. it's going like when they're like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, it's going. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm here. I don't know where it's going, but yeah. it's going. I have a lot of my coworkers. Like, how's it going today? I'm like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel you. Because it's like, I, you know, and you know, the whole constant of wanting to want me to indulge more about my personal life. It's not no, happening. It's not happening. If I even have a select few people that look like me that I won't tell them my personal business, what makes you think I'm going to tell you? But anyways, um, you, yes. This, unfortunately, you may know my personal business watching this, but. Yeah, that's about it. That's the only way you probably pull it. Yeah. Like, oh, I know you know you don't. <laughs> yeah. And, um, when, and you can't even, you can't even wrap your, like, little brain into knowing exactly who I am off this one hour episode. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, no. 
So. But literally, so off on a tangent, but all tied in together. Yes. So the feeling of burnt out, right? So the question I wrote down mm-hmm. is, how does feeling burnt out feel for each of us? Mm. So for me, mm. I feel like I start. That's to a good lose. question. Peggy's in her little podcasting bag today. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing control of whatever I know I have control over. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, we're always told like you only have you you're only supposed to control the things that you know you have Uh within your reach right i shouldn't be worried about outside powers or Mm -hmm. energy right i'm only focused on the energy within my circle or whatever Mm -hmm. i maybe in college the burnt out came in but i never recognized it Mm -hmm. as such right because you're associated with like anxiety Probably associated with just, oh, I just feel tired. Like, I'm just tired, lacking Ooh. sleep and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then... That's a good I one. didn't recognize it because my therapist was telling me, you have to start learning to be in tune with your body, mm-hmm. which I am not, but I'm learning to be. Um, she's like, you have to be in tune with it because she's like, sometimes your body will give you signs, energy that you know is like, mm, this ain't right, you know? But... Um, she was telling me I need to work on that because I'm like, I probably felt it back then but didn't know what, how to identify mm. it as, right? Um, <clears throat> so for me, more recently, I remember last year back in November, I took um, some time off. I took a medical leave from my job because mentally I just couldn't do it. And yeah, I took a week. I think it was right before your mental leave. I took yeah, a week you off. Yeah, t- you took a week. I took, you do nothing. I I took six weeks off, and I never have... You barely take sick days. In the history of me working, I never took that much time off from work. If mm. I do, it's usually a couple of days because I am sick, like literally sick, and I cannot come in. I think the last time I took like five, six days off from work, I had caught the flu like five, six years ago. Mm. And that's it. Other times, it's like, okay, I just need a personal day, a quick mental. Like I have worked at this job for like six, seven years to the point where, you know, I schedule my mental days. Like, okay, you know, I've been working... 12 weeks straight. This Monday, I'm taking it off as a mental day. And we all know, I a lot of us struggle to wrap our minds around, like, the Sunday is dreadful. We're like, fuck, I got to go to work tomorrow. And I've always said, look, if my job ever asks me, which day off would you prefer? I would take Mondays. Because Friday, you're going into the weekend anyway, so why have Friday mm-hmm. off? That's my mind frame. Now, when I was in school, I didn't think of it as such. I just said, we're Friday off. But now as an adult, I realize I prefer Mondays off over Friday. But... I was already mentally ready to go into work mm-hmm. in September, to go into the building, physically full full on. And then slowly but surely, I think, like, before I graduated with my master's, I started to feel away, like, mm, I'm really not feeling, I feel like I'm struggling every day to get up. Mm. And this was like two weeks after my birthday. I'm like, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. I'm walking through the hallways, it's like, ah. Oh. And I'm really fighting not to express those feelings towards the students, mm-hmm. trying to hide it. Thank God for the face mask, trying to hide it from my face so they can't tell. And I don't want to take put that energy on them. Mm-hmm. So I remember the first Tuesday, the last Tuesday of September, I took it off. I'm like, I, I got to call it. I, I can't do this. In order for me to last the rest of this week, I need tomorrow off. I called out. Like, I, I feel like if I do not take this day off, I'm not going to last the rest of the I week. I might just put in my two weeks. Fuck that. I might, Literally, just, get, I might just quit. Quit. Like, I, I'm not coming tomorrow or the rest of the Consider year. Consider this my two weeks. <laughs> so, I took that day off. Then, October rolls around. I'm like, okay, we got, you know, we got Indigenous People Day. We got that day off. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, okay. You know, I'm really trying to hype myself up I, you, know, you, you just got gotta veg- make it through you gotta make it through you know you got veterans day and then you got christmas break you can mm-hmm. handle this girl my brain's like fuck all that i can't so i'm like oh. like we've been trying to tell you you burnt out you're not listening to so us, you so. know what a lot of it is adding on to running two businesses and then i was getting my master's i was on the go on wait we no two businesses bitch we we started this well, that I, time. No, wait so at the time where i started realizing like okay mm. i'm adding on this stuff so I've always had Peace Patty's Lip Spotty Utopia bunk mm-hmm. working full time. At one point, I had another job per diem per se. I would pick up as I went. Then finally, the beginning of 2021, I stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Then, <clears throat> then I kept just working full time as a teacher. Then getting doing my work for my masters, 
and then add it on to the podcast. So yeah. the businesses, I want people to understand. People might say, I don't know how you handle all that. The businesses are my hobbies, and I love them. Mm-hmm. So it brings me joy, so I don't feel a type of way about you those You don't things. feel like it's work. It's not work. I make time for it. Does it get mm-hmm. a little stressful because handling the in and outs? Yes. But I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where I realized when my master's program started to wind down because I was pretty much done, and I had to present my project, my end results, and all that data stuff I had to do, I come back, you know, just waiting to graduate, and I realized, okay, I think at that point, maybe my body started to slow down on the concept, like, okay, you're doing school, you're doing the podcast, you're doing Peace Patties, then you're doing List Body Utopia, and then I added on a tutoring program mm-hmm. that was, I'm still doing it, I just don't run it during the school year because I'm busy with school, but I added that on too, on top of everything else I was doing, right? And then I guess my brain and my body started to catch up with everything else and I'm sorry to slow down. It's like you was going on the go. You're finally slowing down on a lot of things like, damn, you need a break. So I'm not thinking of such and I'm actually nervous. Like, damn, how am I going to take all this time off? Like, I don't know how this goes because I never did it. And I literally, my, doc- my therapist did a letter for me. I ended up having an appointment with my doctor for her to meet with me. Um, and she broke it down to me. She's like, honestly, you need to designate this time off. You need to designate some weeks that you do absolutely nothing. I get it. You want to work out. That helps. Try to eat right. Um, if you need to reorganize things to get your brain to look Mm. at things differently, do that, which I did. But she's like, you need to spend a week or two doing absolutely nothing. Like do nothing. You saying that remember the very beginning we were talking about, we were, stating five facts about ourselves like the i think it was the very first episode yeah very first and i said i need a weekend to myself Mm non-negotiable i haven't had that because remember when we're doing double Mm. i don't it's because one of us has something to do Mm -hmm. and so i haven't had that and that's probably another reason why i've been so triggered um but yeah I think your therapist is right. You should have a weekend at least to yourself to just like decompress, recharge and figure shit out. Yeah. So dealing with that. So I put the request in for about originally for five weeks. And then the week I thought I was going to come back, I was like, yeah, my energy still not feeling it. So I asked for an extension, got the extension. And that week I literally went and got a massage, got a pedicure, got a facial. I forgot what else did I go do? I did for me. I relaxed, caught up on some shows, Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel guilty about it. And that's Mm -hmm. another thing. When you get to that point, I think society has built, especially as black women, that the moment you try to ask for help or you try to chill out from doing something, you feel guilty because you're always supposed to be on the go. And you know what I read somewhere? And it's sad that slavery has a lot to do with a lot of shit that we're still that has to do conditioned to do and it's been passed on which is so weird um on the plantation as women you could just give birth right now the moment you gave birth you were expected to go back on the plantation right so you gotta imagine we know how childbirth is today you know your body still have to heal and then you're told to go back the only way you were given an extra day or two that just like brought chills because then it just reminds me of like the dynamic between the mother and child sometimes like especially this generation yeah so it's like the only time you were guaranteed the extra day off or two is because something happened and the slave master wants to make sure he, his slave is in good condition so you get the day off. But then they deem you as lazy. The moment you don't do... And it's funny coming Ooh, from people who that guilty who hide. feeling, like taking a time off to yourself. I felt that. Like I mm-hmm. I fought myself to literally make that phone call or, that te- or send that email to my boss and saying I can't come in. Because I'm like, Jessica, they're going to think like you're... You're using this as an excuse. You, you, I was I was finding every reason not to call out. Oh, then thank God you didn't call why. me because I'm like, bitch, call out. Because that's been my mood this past year. Like, call the fuck put out. Put the request in. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Prove the not I ain't coming. Yeah, like, oh, listen, PTO stands for prepare the others because <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> I just don't care. Like, I got enough time. You don't prove it. I, ain't, I mean, I ain't Sick coming. Day. Put that in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like the whole concept of like black people feeling guilty for taking time off because they're going to be deemed as lazy is definitely still resonates with me. I always feel guilty taking time off because like, I'm like, oh, she's, she barely does work. And now she's definitely like not doing work. She feel like she deserves time off. Like, yes, I do. I do deserve. You don't know what's going on in my personal life and my outside life of this place because this place is only 40 hours a day. Monday through Friday. Like, it's not 40 hours a day. 
Lord, that is slavery. <laughs> 40 hours a week. I would never. First off, it's not even 40 hours in a day. No. But yeah, so yeah. It does tie into that. So that has been passed down to us, having us feel like if we take the time off, whatever mm-hmm. that may be, is deemed as us being this is a lazy. Of being lazy. Mind you, coming from the people who took our ancestors from across to the do ocean their work. to do their fucking work for free. But I'm lazy. Milled. I don't like that at all. I hate that shit. When I read about that stuff, it pisses me off. But it pisses me off for a good reason because I'm learning about it and it adds more knowledge to me and it makes me realize, okay, now I see why we're doing that. So that's why I, I want us to break my ancestors. Yeah. For the next generation, do not feel bad. And that's why, like one of my students, I said, Hey, what's up with you? I didn't see you yesterday, but you did, you did the work. I'm cool with that. What happened? She's like, mental day, miss. I'm like, I approve. I approve. And I tell my kids I that. approve this statement. I, I tell my students, look, if you need a mental day from being here, trust me, you need to do it. Because I, as your teacher, will be taking mental health days. Mm-hmm. So you need it too. So it's like, as much as teachers and I believe all workers should have be guaranteed on top of the sick days, but mental health days. It's like, if I'm sick and I need to take 10 to the rest of my body, why can't I tend to this? Because mm. I need this to fucking work and be right for me to do everything else, right? So I expect the same from my students. I get it. We grew up in a generation that we were told that ain't nothing wrong with you. Go to school, mm-hmm. right? And we're dying fighting for our fucking lives <laughs> to go to school, right? These kids know this. They're doing better than us in that aspect. Do some take advantage? Any anything that has been placed in society, someone's gonna take advantage, take advantage of it. Find yeah. a way, find a way. Benefit loophole. them. Yeah. It's 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 been happening for centuries. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna fault them for that. I'm like, if you need a fucking mental health day, take that shit. Because mm. at the end of the day, you can drop dead right now. And guess what? Your boss will make sure you're clocked out before the paramedics come. Probably send a bouquet of flowers to your family mm. or my condolences. And then your job is being posted the next day. I'm not saying because of that not to do your job. Yes, do your job or whatever. And if you don't can't stand it, try to do your best to find a, a better job that's going to treat you right and pay you accordingly. But till then... I will never bend over backwards for no fucking job. Until I, when I started to realize how jobs really be treating people, and then you get punished for doing an amazing job by adding more work onto it instead of hiring someone else to do it to make my workload a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. I'm not yeah. doing that. Hell fucking no. Why do you think the job right now, jobs are struggling to find people? Because a lot of people are like, no, fuck this. Fuck y'all. Fuck that job. <laughs> Bitch, I quit. <laughs> like, seriously, so... Me feeling that way, I was like struggling almost every morning to get up to go to work. And I said, instead of me calling out almost every week, I need to take a medical leave. Mm. So I took the medical leave for my mental. Mm. I got a lot of stuff done. And it felt good to rest. It felt good to recharge. Recharge. I I envy you so fucking much. If it wasn't for these bills. Girl. Because I don't know if FMLA is... I got to see if I have... Anyways, it doesn't matter. So you got to check on a lot of certain right. things. But what I will say is it gave me great joy to kind of restock, like, go into my business and mm. re refurbish it, do a lot of things that I yeah. wasn't even paying attention. Like, even people notice, like, yo, you haven't posted on Peace Patty or List Body, you told me in over a month. And usually I have a tendency every week or every couple of days I'm posting for yeah. people to see, advertise. And I just didn't care to post. Like, I might post something here and there, but no. But then after a while, when I felt ready, I did post, you know, I've been taking care of my mental health. That's why I haven't been doing much of this, that, or the third. Mm -hmm. So feeling burnt out can, like the definition says, it can be fatigue from an emotional standpoint, a physical standpoint, Mm -hmm. and a mental standpoint. Like, I am mentally tired. I cannot think straight. I cannot speak to you clearly. Mm. I cannot do the things that I love. And that's what my therapist says. The moment you stop enjoying the things you're supposed to love, mm. like the things you're supposed to love, then that's when it becomes concerning. Because yeah. once I told her, I, I do not enjoy, like I enjoy reading. That's my thing. I always love cracking a book and reading it. And like sometimes I'll post like a dope quote on my page. I The book sat there for months collecting yeah. dust. Same. You can't get a book out of my hand. Now it's like, you can't get a book in my hand. Literally. I, I, I was like, I'll tell myself, like, yeah, I'm going to read it. I'll put it right next to me on the bed. Man, I'll fall asleep. Like It's like your nightstand um, decor. Yep, it's just there. <laughs> Collecting dust. So it's like, okay, Peg, you got And I'll tell myself, yo, Pegs, you got to do better, girl. Read tomorrow. Don't read. So it's like, fuck. So 
when it got to that point, I explained it to my therapist. She was like, yeah, mm, you need a mental break. Because the moment you stop enjoying the things that you love to do without someone telling you you need to do it, she's like, that's mm. when it becomes concerning, mm. you know? So I took that. Um, certain moods haven't changed, though. I'm not going to go in right now about it, but I was telling Jessica about it earlier before we recorded. Like, yeah, that part of my mood has not changed. I'd be like, fuck, I got to get up and go do this. So... She knows yeah. why. She's smiling because I already explained to her. I, that mood has not changed. That's yeah. why I'm like, I'm making my decision. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for the summer. But yeah. other than that, like, for me, it's like, it was a lot. And I was telling Jess, like, it's fucking a lot mm-hmm. for me. How about you? How does feeling burnt out? Well, first off, the the irony in this word is like, uh, I have a candle lit and it's very close to my wallet and it looks like it's burning <laughs> is it like it's burning like it's gonna burn the wallet no but i can get up and move it no 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 no, no. don't move it when no okay. i'm not editing that shit okay. um okay burnt <laughs> out um so as i told you i had to take two days off because i was just saying i just couldn't do it i just couldn't smother up a smile and fake conversation i just couldn't do it uh, and i knew people were gonna ask me if i was okay <clears throat> regarding the situation i had to deal with on wednesday i just didn't feel like i having that conversation um, were they around when this happened? No, it was just me and the lady talking. Okay. Um, and then I walked, when I walked away from the situation, I went to my, my coworker. I told her, I was like, God, I hope I'm never like this woman. Cause her circumstances, like her life is very similar to how I want it. Like childless, mm-hmm. not married, living her best life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. She's like in her fifties and she's just living her best life. But I'm like, she's so isolated with reality. Like, she she created this bubble of people that think like her, act like her, and agree with her. Mm. That she doesn't even have the tough conversations to challenge her thought Those process. Those people are dang- dangerous. Dangerous. And I was like, thank God I keep people around me that challenge me. They don't accept my lame-ass excuses. Um, they will challenge my thought process. So, like, I'm never in this, like, little bubble. Like, never. Mm-hmm. Um, but how I identify with being burnt out, because I'm very clear on how, like... There's clear indicators when I'm burnt out. Mm. Peggy still believes it's not as bad. But when my house is a mess, that's a clear indicator that I'm burnt out. Like, I don't even have... It'd be one pillow on the floor. No, it don't. (laughs) My room is dirty, Peggy. Watch out. Pillow. Like, girl. Yeah, like... Yeah, like... And then another thing, like, as much as I tell y'all people I don't like grocery shopping, I will... I will... Justify spending $150 on takeout for three, four days before I spend $150 on groceries because I don't fucking want to go grocery shopping. Or I'll have dishes piled up in the sink. I'll like, it'll take me three days to clean the bathroom as opposed to like every other day, just like a quick spray down, you know, like spray mm-hmm. down the tub and stuff. Like it'll take me three or four days. <laughs> um, yeah, a laundry will take three weeks instead of every two weeks, like I would want. Um, right now, it's, we're at a month. <laughs> So, yeah. Thank God I purged all my clothes so everything that's in my closet fits me. So I still have about another two weeks of clothes. Good. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but yeah, like I really, my home is my, like how my brain functions. So like how it looks aesthetically, how mm-hmm. it smells, how it feels. That's my, that's who I am. So when that's a mess, that just is a clear indicator of where I'm at mentally. Um, and so that's when, when I sit, when I... <laughs> It was Friday. I'm laying on this couch and I'm like watching uh, something on my phone. And I look around. I was like, Jessica, this is nasty. Them dishes has been in there for two days. Put them shits in the dishwasher. And I have a dishwasher. So there's like no reason why there should be dishes in the sink. (laughs) So I got up and I was like, okay. But in my head, I'm like, all right. So why are we feeling this way? I know you had this experience on Wednesday and it's really took a toll on you mentally. But there's other variables. Like I just feel like I don't have... The time to myself. I've been going back and forth with my mom and my brother because they're moving soon. My dad just moved. I just helped him move um, to his new house. Um, My sister just had the baby, so we've been over there a lot. Um, And just, I haven't really been home. So when I come home, I'm ready to just drop my bag, take my shoes off. And I had like a pile of shoes at the the doorway. (laughs) Like every possible pair of shoes that I could wear to work was at the front door because I just did never moved and put it back where it's supposed to belong. Um, so there's that. And then like, so the fact that my refrigerator is empty, my house is clean only cause Peggy's here. That's the only reason why I cleaned. And my room is in shambles. 
I started the process of sorting out my clothes to do laundry, but then I had to go to my mom's house this morning, so I just like fuck it, leave it there. So there's that. That's how I know. <laughs> so there's clothes everywhere. Um. Yeah. So <clears throat> feeling burnt out can be can feel a lot of ways for anyone. So mm-hmm. we're saying like recognize if you have a routine for yourself and you realize like that routine is not going how it's, it's not supposed going, to go. Yeah. It's just not it's going not for giving you. what it was supposed to gain. Right. Or you feel too tired to do mm. it. You mm. opt for sleep mm-hmm. more than food. Like, there was one day I had to force myself to eat because I didn't eat whoa, breakfast whoa, or lunch. Whoa, whoa, I know. Whoa. <laughs> food doesn't whoa. stop you from doing anything. Whoa. <laughs> that day, I went. Let it me. was like 6 p.m. I'm like, bitch, you, all you had was water. Like, you didn't eat breakfast. You didn't have lunch. So I had to order takeout. And, of course, I ordered the worst food. I ordered pizza. When I really wanted pho, but where I wanted pho from wasn't open. So... Mm-hmm. I had pizza for dinner. I didn't even eat. I forced myself to eat. You know what happens? You know what happens for me not to eat is... Um, if you're just <clears> busy? Busy sometimes will lead... Because I'm so active moving around that I don't realize that I'm hungry or whatever. Mm. It's like the day of an event or something. Mm. I'll forget that I need to eat. Like, I'll have something really late in the morning, but I, hours will go by. Um, another thing for me is... Um, nervousness about something mm. or like if it just it just fucks me up. same whenever i have to talk in a meeting yeah i will forget i'm not eating a damn i'm not thing. trying to throw up so mm-hmm. and i think the last time i didn't eat something is when i went through a bad heartbreak like uh, that that's when up. i eat the most i know but like later on have you ever eating, but but when the the shit first happened that's why the memes they said you know Wait till I get off work to break up with me. That's one of the worst things you have to deal with when you're at work. Is that happened to well, yeah, that's too much. <laughs> it's like ow, like I'm at work now. I gotta deal with this shit while I'm dealing with my shift. Like, yeah, like fuck? now you gotta like still smother up a smile, like you give a fuck. And you want and when someone asks you, "Are you okay?" and then you <laughs> you just got the tears just welling like, up. No, I'm not fucking. Or, you know what's to prevent myself from crying? I give mad attitude. I'm very short with my responses. Yes. How can I, how else can I help you? Like, because I'm trying to prevent myself from crying. So yeah. if I'm ever nasty and short with people, it's because I'm ch- trying my hardest nah, not to nah, cry. I'm like, this bitch is going to cry. <laughs> That's what she was being rude. Lips start quivering. <laughs> Yo, thank God for the face mask now, but still. Even though it can't really hide your eyes yeah. expression, but at least this part mm-hmm. is like, you didn't because I don't want to like. My dad pissed me off on Saturday when we were moving. Um, <clears throat> and so every time I kept entering in the house and I would see him doing something he's not supposed to be doing, like not picking up a fucking box and putting it in the car. Mm-hmm. The third time I walked in the house, I'm like, are you going to pick a box up and put it in the car? <laughs> and he was like, he, he calls this boo-boo or dada. He's like, dada, my chest, it hurts. <laughs> I like the same lungs you are using to talk to these people on the phone, you are using to pick up a box and put it in the car. That's the point. But then I felt bad because then he came up here and started explaining to me why he can't pick up a box. And I felt like, why do you have to be so mean why you gotta be so mean? He's your dad. He's old. Mm. He pissed me off. He was acting like a bad bitch the other day. So <laughs> while we were moving, but yeah, I'm very much in order to prevent myself from crying. I'm very fucking mean. I'm very short. I'm very abrupt. I'm very um, not nice. And these masks, cause like in my head, I'm doing this like mm. the fuck. But the mask covers that, so I have the mask and my glasses. So, so to a certain extent, you really can't see anything unless someone's really in my face. But um, <clears throat> the thing with feeling burnt out is like, like, I, like my therapist told me, you you need to recognize it and don't force yourself. And that's another thing. What we fail to realize sometimes when we start to overexert our bodies from doing to keep doing certain things, our bodies will shut down, mm. and it can shut down at any given moment. And that's the dangerous thing. Like you could be walking and you just faint yeah you could be driving and that's the scary thing imagine blacking out while driving so i mean shit i sneeze like while zoning driving. out not blacking out but like zoning out like mentally and you just continue to miss your exit that no about? like there's certain parts where your body becomes exhausted that it will literally shut off oh, okay yeah, yeah. so you mm-hmm. remember like a couple of years ago I, I think it was the artist august alcina he was performing and he just fainted while performing and he fell off the stage oh, yeah, yeah. so something like his body was so exhausted so it's like that's why people say if you don't chill out your body will do it for you and it yeah. can do it at any given moment so yeah. don't let these jobs and i get it the way work is set up you might have a job where you don't have enough sick time 
in whatever those circumstances is because we know it's, it's easier said than done. A lot done. of jobs are actually implementing the whole unlimited PTO. Shit. But the problem with that, when you give the illusion that you have unlimited personal time off, you less likely to take time off. Really? Less likely to take yeah, that's a that's like a fact. That's like a researched fact. Mm. So it's a manipulative way to get your to to get your employees to think like you have all this freedom, but the guilt of taking time off almost always. Because when you say like, hey, you have three weeks of vacation, you know like okay, I'm splitting my three weeks. But when you say I have unlimited time if you take more frequent unlimited time off paid, um, you're like, damn, I, I think I took too much for the year. Like maybe I should chill. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. It's a, it's very manipulative. It was a, it was a fact, a known fact that I read. Um, when, oh, well throw it my way. Cause I won't feel guilty. Cause it's yeah, the most, I really the, need the to be on your level. Sends the email saying, Oh yeah. PTO. It wasn't approved. I am already on the plane. Mm. I can't help you. That's another thing. <laughs> unlimited PTO means it has to be approved in order for you to have it. True. Yeah. So, so you know, there's stipulations to everything. Like, yeah. it may sound good, but is it really good? Yeah, it's like good So, um, yeah. So the other question I wrote is, what do we do to change that feeling? So for me, mm-hmm. I recognize, like, my energy wasn't right. So mm-hmm. I explained it to my therapist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are still opposed to therapy, get your life, okay? Get therapy. Um, a lot of insurance companies will cover it. You just, some of them, you don't pay anything. Some of them might pay a a copay, um, set a schedule. You don't have to see a therapist every day. You can set it where you see them once a week. Every other mine, I see her every other week. Mm. She's like, I can change my schedule at any given time. Every week. I feel like in the very beginning, weekly might be ideal. Yeah. To get something Then when they give you the tools and you kind of can figure out your emotions and better address them. Mm -hmm. You can go bi-weekly. I know people who went from weekly, bi-weekly, monthly Mm -hmm. to like yearly. Like yeah. just a quick yearly checkup. Yep. So so you can set your schedule any which way, but for someone who is trying to heal, trying to find the yourself, very first couple of sessions, you might need, to, be need to go every week. Yeah. Um. So, like again, like me and Jessica said before, do not dump all your shit on your friends or family members. Yes, they can be a listening ear, but you have to remember everybody's going through something, and. Sometimes they're already dealing with their own emotional shit, and then you add your emotional shit on top of their shit, and it's like, oh, fuck, this is another way I got to carry. Yeah. So we have to be mindful of that and not be selfish in that aspect. So there's a lot of things I tend not to tell my friends, not because I'm secretive, because I realize they're going through their shit, so I dump it on my therapist. Yeah. Like, you know, because she Somebody has Somebody who's tools. licensed and skilled to yes. teach you how to navigate that. Yes, and we also have to remember, and we will have a topic solely based on mental health, so... Therapists are not there to judge you. They're there, like Jessica said, to give you tools to navigate whatever it is that you're going through yeah. and give you more trained and skilled advice as opposed yeah. to your friends. Not based saying off, your friends. Because I think, do you think your friends give you advice more based on their own personal experience and to kind of give you some like insight and color to your problems? Like how, how do you perceive friend advice? Is it very biased in the sense of like they're just thinking of you and not the other counterpart and hold... I know for some friends, they don't hold you accountable. They assume that any problem you have is due to the other person. Mm-hmm. So now you're you're on this, like, you have this idea that, like, you're never the problem. That it's the people outside of you that that are creating these problems. There are people that um, will use their experiences that are similar to what you're experiencing and saying, like, see, my experience was this way, so yours is going to have to obviously be the same, so you should just dead this all together. Mm-hmm. When truly it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should start normalizing just listening because mm-hmm. sometimes when you speak things out loud especially things that you're going through it's this shit starts to click towards you like when it's always stuck in your head like well that's for me anyways i mean let me not say everybody but for me when i'm internalizing my feelings and i'm not like speaking them out loud i don't understand like fully what i'm like experiencing but when i speak out loud to somebody like hey this is what i'm going through things in the process of me speaking out loud i'm starting like things are starting to click like oh <clears throat> okay Got it. Cool. And they have to say nothing. Like my, There's been plenty of times that my cousin has like been on the phone with me and I'm like telling her my problems. I'm like, oh, actually, I think I figured it out. And she's like, okay, well, glad to help. Got it. Got to go. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. Well, we know Virgos are to, like to create scenarios and have full-blown conversations Toxic. with themselves. So I do have a tendency to talk to myself about certain things like this is what I'm gonna do, just how I'm feeling and sometimes I'm like, you know what, Peggy, why are you even mad about that? Like some certain mm. things like I don't even end up telling 
my friends, even my closest friends. I don't end up saying shit. Or I might end up telling them in passing, like, girl, let me tell you. And it's, I've already mm-hmm. passed that feeling. So I'm not even angry no more. I'm just mm-hmm. telling them, girl, I forgot to tell you because, you know, shit's been going on. I'll mm-hmm. tell them, like, a whole month later, like, yeah, you know, a lot of shit was going on. That's why yeah. I didn't tell you. So I handled it myself in a sense because I had that conversation to myself because it's like, mm-hmm. see, why were you mad? But we're human. You have every right. The moment something hits you right then and there, you have every right to feel angry or feel a type of way. But when you really, like, like you said in one of the podcasts, um, one of the episodes, like, yes, sit in those emotions. Understand where they're coming from. But don't get it to a point that you're, you're dwelling in it so much yeah. that it becomes a part of you and yep. you're part of your characteristics. No. Mm-hmm. But sit in it. Talk to yourself. You... Yeah. If you need to talk to someone, yeah, I get it. But yeah. we're, we're always going to push therapy in every episode as much as possible. Yeah. You, we have to invest in our mental health. It is not just a white person's problem. It is not just a rich person's problem. It is all our problems. Yeah. Because we live in environments that are not healthy. We're stuck in environments where we're triggered all the time dealing with police brutality, the way the system is set up and stacked up against us, mm-hmm. the way um, we are viewed, especially as people of color. Well, I'm very specific, African-Americans, because you can be a person of color and not be black. And I can be black and be not a person of color. So I'm clearing that out. So especially for Mm African-Americans, black people in this country, we are treated differently and things are stacked up against us from jobs to the justice, the criminal justice system. So we need to get therapy. Okay. So, um, I feel like recognizing that feeling where things that you would do normally, you're not feeling it. You have, you have trouble getting out of bed. I'm not saying depression might not play a role because it could be depression as well. Yeah. But if you feel exhausted a lot, Me. may, maybe it's time for you to take a break and really not do anything. Focus on yourself. Yeah. And I just think I need a vacation. And you know another thing that plays a role too? With burnt out, I feel, mm-hmm. is also setting boundaries because sometimes people can actually burn you out. They're burning you out. They're draining you. Let me you. fucking tell you guys something. Today I had that exact conversation I said I was disappointed by a response given to me by somebody who I go above and beyond for um, because I love them. Not because it's I'm not looking. me. I didn't do that to her. No, no, no. But no, no, she no. loves me. <laughs> Anyways, I had asked for a favor. The person gave me an excuse and I was like, wow, I'm pouring into someone who doesn't see that it needs to be reciprocated. And again, I'm going to preface this by saying I don't do things to be reciprocated. Right. You don't do it just to say, oh, I did it But unfortunately, the way I view like care and love for a person is by doing something when they need you to do something. Everybody who fucking knows me, I will die. I will die before I ask for help. So when I ask for help, I really fucking need help. (laughs) Like, I'd rather struggle before I fucking ask for help. We need to stop doing that. We're no, it's that. so bad. And I'm really trying hard. And I think it's a defense mechanism because then if somebody fails at something that I asked them to do, then I can't blame anybody but myself because I'm trusting them. But either way, this is somebody <clears throat> who I love and I go above and beyond for. And I asked for a simple favor. And it, it was followed up by a lot of excuses and like stipulations and like restrictions. <clears throat> and I was like, say less. I'm not ever asking you for shit again, nor will I reciprocate. I don't give a fuck if it's petty. I'm not pouring into you anymore. That's the one number number one reason why I'm so fucking drained this month. January is a wash. I don't give a fuck. It's not even 2022 yet. It's 2021 squared. Because I'm not counting January. My new year starts in February because... The amount of shit that I went for people and done for people and not for it to not be reciprocated is just, it was so, like, I was beyond myself. I was like, mm-hmm. yep. I was, I was, I'm in my petty bag. I'm so in my petty bag. I don't give a fuck who's feeling I hurt. I'm going to start saying no to people. Well, no, yeah, that's what I mean. So with boundaries, boundaries play a role with us feeling burnt out. And I get it. Some people are like, but oh, you know, that's family. We have to Fuck understand that. family. You can be family. a detriment to you. Yes. Family is because one, you married someone in my family. You became family. Stop, I got Two, I was born into this family. But that doesn't mean for you to do certain things. And for me not to be able to do it too or Ooh. vice versa. It doesn't work oh, that way. Oh, you expect expecting or because you're older is because oh and i get it 
a lot of our older family members in that old style generation, I don't care if that's how they were that how they grew up. We have to hold them accountable. Same way we hold white people accountable. Like, yeah, I get it. Your grandmother grew in that generation of whatever it is that was tolerated. But we're not finna deal with that. This generation, we're not dealing with that. So same goes for your family members. I know, like we're going to say time and time again, it's easier said than done. You might say no and they say, oh, she disrespected me. Okay, take it how you want to, grandma. But I am not tolerating that. I love you to if death. that's not, not one thing my that. niece taught me, she don't give a fuck. If it does not fucking benefit her, if it does not help her, she's telling you no. And she's going to fucking hold you accountable when you're wrong. Period. Point blank. I don't care if you're 65 or 6. You're getting cussed the fuck out. You're getting told about yourself. And you're going to be held accountable. Yes. It's like, if you realize you're always going above and beyond or someone not asking you first, if you're, we, a lot of, a lot of my Haitian people know. Mm-hmm. Our parents are good for offering our services without asking us if we're capable of doing it. And I had to tell my, my mother dad. plenty of times, do not do that. Because she's the main culprit. My dad will has never in his life offered up my services. <laughs> Peggy can do this without asking me. You don't know that. What if when I get home from work, I didn't want to do nothing. I just wanted to shower and go straight to bed. You're going to say, oh, well, can you drop some? No. And the thing is, I felt bad because the per. And you know what I hate when people asking me to do a service for someone, and the person's right there because I don't want to look like the bitch and say yeah. no. So I tell my mom, you need to ask me ahead of time. Same way you can pick up the cell phone and cuss me out for me not doing whatever it is I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You can pick up the phone and say, hey, I know you're just getting off of work, but I want to know, would you be able to do this, that, and a third before you get here or whatever the case may be? Okay, mom, uh, I won't be able to do all that, but I can do this or something. Mm-hmm. But assuming, we got to stop doing that. We grew up in a generation where our parents did a lot. Try not to do it to our kids either. Um, and our friends or whoever. Like, I tell people, I've been learning to say no. Like, I'll, sometimes I'll feel bad after, like, damn, I can't believe I said no. But I realize, and I'll talk to myself like, no. It wasn't going to work for you. It didn't make sense for you to go do all that when you know mentally your mind was set on staying home and not doing anything. And I told my mother that you grew up in a generation where you feel like, and I get it, my mom's a sweetheart, you have to do for others. Um, You get up at the crack of dawn to start cooking. We don't live in this world right now. You don't have to get up this early to cook for anyone, mom. And I keep telling her that. All your children are full-blown adults. You don't, I'm the youngest, but I'm an adult. I don't need you to cook for me. I don't need to do anything. Right now, we should be the ones, since we are capable, doing things for you, bringing you to your appointments. You want food, mom, I'll find someone to cater it it for you and cook it for you or whatever the case may be. Not you going all this stuff and i get it as moms the feeling is different Mm. so but at the same time don't let people's connection to you be the excuse for you to constantly be doing things for them and you're you're like i said you're fighting for your fucking life and they keep draining you and using you right and not respecting your space Mm. the moment you start telling no people like oh she changed or he changed she done he done switched up you literally verbatim just said what my cousin said earlier really like the minute you said boundary people think you changed like no i just know where i fit into your life and your agenda i have to fucking put boundaries with you because you don't respect my shit you don't respect me yeah end of story and my thing is it's like Okay, if I don't set the tone on where you stand in my life when it comes to me saying no or I can't do it today, I can do it another day, mm-hmm. and you feel a type of way, then that lets me know that God forbid something happens to me, you ain't going to be the first one hop, skipping, and jumping to come to me. Yeah. So why am I doing it for you? Like, I told my mother off rip, emergencies only, I will hop, skip, and jump for anyone in my family. But if you are calling me because you fail to plan accordingly and think, oh, Peggy's home, she'll do it. I'm home because I want to be fucking home. Yeah. And it's not even because of COVID, because even even before COVID, I had days where I sat my ass in the house and did not go any fucking where. So don't think because my day off means it's our day to do things. No, we're not doing that because mentally I already put in my mind, yo, this day's this is my day off. I'm just going to get up, maybe do breakfast, do a little bit of light cleaning, and just stay in my fucking bed all day. And feel fucking good. And I told my mother, do not feel bad. Do not feel guilty to rest. You need to rest. You are not 25. My mother, Lord willing, she will be 70 next month. Okay? That's a milestone. I'm about to say, you're my older mother, but no, she's not. That's a milestone. I told her, you need to chill the fuck out and sit your ass down somewhere. Like, chill out. I want you to live to see 90, if not more. Okay? That, listen... I know people in my family hate when I talk like this, but I do not want to live a life where I am unable to care for myself. If that no, means my life ends at 60, then my life ends at 60. No, most definitely. I want to live a full life. I don't want to live a long life. 
I know selfishly, like, I don't want my mom to go, but I definitely don't no want to see her miserable at all. She already, well, she said that's one of her prayers. She always t- says that she always tells God if her life starts to become or a place where she can no longer function for herself, even though her children will still help her, but fu- to, to a that's point where, to, live. to a point where, like, you know, you can, like, you can do things for yourself, but it's slightly limited, but you can still function yeah. as opposed to being able not to function. Someone has to come do it for you every step yeah, of the like way. Yeah, like bathe you, feed yeah, you, she's do like, she does stuff. not no. want that. She says she just wants to go peacefully. Yeah. But if she's able to live 90 and move around, even though, yeah, at that age, I wouldn't want her driving. I don't mind bringing her to where she needs to go, but she's functional. She could do things or whatever with a little bit of assistance from us. So be it. I, I want that. But no one wants to be 90 and you're like morbid some yes and someone has to come change your diaper bathe you do all these things for you right no, because of old I have age no intentions of living that so long. yes i truly understand where you're coming from from that because then it's kind of miserable. selfishly like we want our parents around as long as we're around yeah but i don't want my mom to be miserable and i am sure don't want to be miserable right. i want to live a full happy life exactly so like i said feeling burnt out can come from different Things you overworking yourself, doing crazy amount of hours, or adding a lot on your plate. Um, it could be family, friends that are not respecting your boundaries can add to the draining, draining, drainage as well of you. Um, and it could be just mentally you. You are a person that has to think a lot, use a lot of stuff. You got to yeah. move quickly with your mind, and you realize, damn, I'm not taking a break. And taking a break doesn't necessarily mean a vacation per se. It could just be you taking a break from everything. And it doesn't mean like suicide thoughts or depression. Yeah. Depression and, and that suicide can add on to it too if that's already factoring in. But it doesn't necessarily mean that. It could be literally your body is fucking tired. Your body's screaming like, help me. Like, like I can somebody sleep. tell this girl to relax? Right. That's what I feel about you. And I, I'm like, I'm, I love that you are ambitious and you want better for yourself. And you're not going to settle to work for other people. You're going to build whatever um, empire. I don't even know what you're doing because you're doing a lot of everything. Um, but I just hope it doesn't come to a point where you're burnt out. Like, mm-hmm. burnt out in the sense where, like, now everything is just getting bits and pieces of you. Like, all your business ventures are getting, like, 2 to 10% of you and mm-hmm. not, like, the full 100 that you want to give to any um, business that you set out for yourself. Yep. So understood no i know i've i've thought about that too that's why i'm like okay when so when she because every time she says oh i'm i think i've started a new business i just roll my eyes because i'm just like this girl don't know when to quit (laughs) not to say i want her to like settle for mediocrity not even a little bit but i need her to understand like it's okay to take time to yourself and do shit for yourself and just be just do nothing Mm -hmm. you know you're fucking i'm gonna say it i don't care Everybody knows Haitians work 10 times. <laughs> they work hard as fuck. All my Haitian friends got like 40 jobs. <laughs> and they don't give a... Like, <laughs> being leave, living a mediocre life is just not in their fucking cards. <laughs> Every Haitian friend I have, like, work their asses. Not to say any of my other friends don't work their asses off, but like my Haitian friends? Y'all don't know when to... Yeah, I don't know when to just like, all right, let me take some time for myself. Yeah, we'll treat ourselves. I will say that. Like, you very much are like, I'm doing a whole spa day. Mm-hmm. But you be- I'm big on traveling. That's why my mother be getting mad. Like, every time I turn around, you say you're, you're, you're going here, you're going there. I'm well, like, what do you- that's the benefits of having your own businesses. Yeah, and, I'm like, know, what do you think yourself. I was supposed to do? Work, pay taxes, and die? Yes. That's the, that's the mindset I'm trying to get my mom out of. Like, I really want her to travel and experience life because she did so much for us and she sacrificed a shit ton for us. Mm. So we, it was to the point, my, my dad, who they've been divorced for almost 20 years, was like, I will pay for your flight to Cape Verde if you go to Cape Verde. My mom was like, no, I don't want to go. I was just like, so we're just going to... We're just gonna Dying, sit at cold home. ass, dry ass Boston. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, okay, what about like going to Florida as a family? She's like, no, I don't want to do that. I was like, got it. We've been trying to fam- plan a family trip for uh, probably. How about you guys just trick her and bring her to the airport? It, then my brother's like, he doesn't want to upset my mom, so he's always on her side, and I'm just like, I know you're her caregiver, but you don't always have to be on her side. Exactly. Like, you could tell her like, no, you're going to this fucking trip. Yeah. But, so yeah. I I get it. No, I mm-hmm. have. When I left undergrad, I was like, 
once I start getting a place where I have more money, I'm traveling. And I told my parents that I don't care. I'm traveling. I did a few travel bouts here or there while I was in um, college. Mm-hmm. But once I got out of college and then money started coming, I the last five years or so, I've been very adamant with taking trips, going to places and stuff like that. For those of you who know me, who follow my personal page, you've seen, like, I posted my highlights of places mm-hmm. I've been to um, more so recently. Um, I've been to Haiti multiple times due to my parents. I've been going to Haiti since I was three. Um, but I've always told myself, I want to gain these experiences and do the same for my children when they come into the picture, take them to these places to have experiences. Parties are fun, yes, but I want them to be able to be well-rounded individuals and understand that living here in America ain't the only place. We ain't the mm. shit like that. We can understand other cultures, other languages, how people move. And other cultures speak. are so much more richer and so yes. much. Yes. It, it's, I think you posted it. It's like when Haitians think coming to America is like like the best thing in the world. It's like mm-hmm. such a lavish lifestyle. Like No. It is a lie. It's a lie. This Don't land come. of milk and honey is actually got a little doo doo and pee in it. <laughs> it's not That milk is not milk. And that it honey, expired. Uh, <laughs> it's giving me buttermilk. It's giving me rotten. It's giving me expired. Girl. So um and that honey is actually corn syrup. <laughs> gonna piss me off hello hello don't piss again. me off don't piss me off so we should probably end this anyways so, yeah so we're gonna end there here but as always recognize when your body is saying chill the fuck out take care of yourselves mentally yeah. physically emotionally all that good shit yeah um anything you want to add <laughs> no peggy's like rushing like ah we gotta cut this shit short now oh no but let me give y'all the business shout out for this week um <clears throat> is coco chanel um, C-O-C-O-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-L-E. Um, she also has a website, www.cocochanelfaces.com. She's a makeup artist, esthetician, skincare guru. She does facials, makeup. Um, she also sells lashes. She has a skincare line. Check her uh-huh. out. All right. And the cool, because we got to rush this shit. We got to figure out what these technical difficulties are. Literally. All right. So the quote for to end this would be, you can do anything, but you cannot do everything. But what you can do is like, subscribe, comment, hit that bell notification. <laughs> Give us some feedback and uh, share. Did I say that already? I don't know if you I said share, know. but share you said like. Shit. But Anyways. peace, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Peace out.